If you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting episode of Living in God's Rhyme. My name is Dave. And my name is Tim. Oh, you want me to go on? <laughs> well, I was going to say something, but I had a question for you. Well, ask your question, Dave, before the okay. Before the That's kind of what we before the listeners just what, turn off the radio, something like that. Yeah. So, what did you think of Gwen's interview last week? I thought it was fantastic. I uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was very good. Uh, it would have been yeah. hard to go wrong on that one. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, tell you what. Yeah, yes. Uh, and I did talk mm-hmm. to uh, my wife. I talked to Mary Lou about it. She had listened to it mm-hmm. and watched. She watched the video, and she was very impressed with it, also. Um, yeah. But uh, no, I I was uh, I was very happy with it. And yeah, that's true. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to the second half of it being. Yeah, coming out. Yeah, I am too. And folks, that's going to come out the first week in January. Yep. So to Tim, so to to Tim. <laughs> okay, I may edit that part out. So what are we going to talk about today, big brother? Uh, well, when we both get our mouths working properly, <laughs> words come out. We're going to talk about. This is. I want to. I want to lead up to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Not just. I don't want to wait till a week before Christmas and start reading some Christmas poems because there's five or six Christmas poems between the three books. Mm-hmm. And I would like to read. I would like to lead up to it to to Christmas to to the celebration of Jesus' birthday to to the day he was born. Uh, yeah, there's a lot that went on in the world. And there's a lot that's going on in the world since the gave his life for us and rose and is in heaven now. But that's what I was thinking. Let's, I just want to, December, I want to focus on Jesus. And if I'm going to focus on Jesus and you're going to listen to me focus on Jesus, you're going to focus on Jesus. Exactly. You got my focus? I think we do. Okay. Think we do. <laughs> and think about it, folks. This is coming out on December 10th. So realistically, we're only a couple of weeks away from, That's true. from Christmas. We got, right, we got next week and the following week. Yeah, so I think it's a good time to start talking about Well, I guess we, I better get busy. I don't have as much time as I hope. <laughs> uh, you and me both. Yeah. So what's uh, what, what, what say we get started with the first poem? Are you ready? All right. This first poem is called, There um, is Only One Rhyme That Will Last Beyond Time. And uh, this is from uh, Living in God's Rhyme on page 93. From the beginning until the end, we have rebelled against our most holy father. We have committed adultery with gods of wood, thinking that for us they could provide good. Prophets of the Old Testament times have spoken of your anger at the people whose lives were broken, broken because their bond with you was torn long before so many were ever born. John of the New Testament describes his revelation of the future of this world of the end of nations. We who are living in the grace of a new covenant have brought disgrace to the grace of his providence. What are we to do amid this turmoil as the heavens cry and our hearts boil? How do we avoid God's anger, his wrath, 
as we continue down our destructive path. Read his word, the scriptures both old and new. Read his word, believe in his word, and have life anew. Though angry, his love turned to blood, his blood, that of his son, that of his love. If you believe in the God of the Bible, you must believe his every word, what he has done and what he will because of what we have done and will. His ways are not our ways and our ways are not his. Be thankful that he loves us more than we can ever love him. He wanted us to be with him forever, so he sent his son to be the sacrifice to pay the price for the sins of many, so that in his sight we are made right. Read, believe, be baptized, and spread his word. Open your hearts to him so your soul may be saved, that you may face eternity not with foreboding, but that you may face it forever with joy. We know the story of the past. Pray that we do not make it last. Pray that the die has not been cast, that at this time you accept his grace. Since his word spoke this world into existence, since that word paid the ransom for our resistance, since before we were conceived in the womb, he knew us and desired that we avoid the tomb. It is in our hands the decision to be in his hands. Get up from your life and with God stand. Stand with faith in the resurrection of his son and our resurrection from what we have done. God loves us. He wants us with him. He died once that we might live. Jesus rose so that we who believe may also rise with him as we receive all. And I... Uh, I have this reflection I'll read now, and then we can discuss this a bit. I have a few things I want to talk about. Okay. Every time I read the Bible, I hope that God has a new poem to write. Sometimes it has been after reading only a few verses. This time it was after reading Jeremiah fourteen sixteen. I have been fascinated with end times prophecy for years. I am now more fascinated with the Old Testament prophets. I remember sitting in a small group in a seven-week session on Christ. The question was asked, does God ever get angry? Yes, I am glad that he loves and forgives. This poem is a continuation of the last poem in God's rhyme, Broken Hearted. I wrote it on December 30th, 2014. When I finished the poem, God said the book was done. I know now it was the only, it was only the beginning. A couple things I want to talk about quickly, Dave. Sure, please do. It's, uh, I mentioned in here a couple times about uh, God, not, God not wanting to be without us. He wanted us with him. And uh, I, don't, I don't mean to infer that God can't live without us because there will be those who don't make it to heaven for eternity but you know it's not that he he can't it's not that he can't live without us mm -hmm. but he does want i believe he does want as many of us as, uh, as he can to, you know as many as possible to be with him in heaven right. uh but uh, he's he's patient 
and he's 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 waiting, and uh, time is uh, sorting us out. Yeah, the wheat and the chaff, uh, however you wanted to describe it, but uh, I I was just hoping that that no one goes away and says, oh, uh, God can live without us. Well, yes, he can, but we need him. Yes, is is. When it comes right down to it, we need him. We need to be thankful for that. For that. And uh, yes. I, as we were talking a little bit before we started recording, I wanted to uh, today lead up to the reason that Jesus was born. That he, that God said, "Okay, I'm sending my sons on the earth to to you on the, uh, who live on the earth, my creation. I'm why I'm sending him." and uh, what he will do uh and it's uh yeah we are not a perfect people we know that and uh in the end we can find perfection one day through jesus uh forgive me for wandering on you're not wandering on you're fine okay i'll stay still i'll stay here yeah, I'm sorry, I was writing. <laughs> notes, 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 notes. Yes, uh-huh. if you're watching this on video, you see a lot of Dave's head uh, yeah. bent down. and uh, take, take a notes. I think sometimes it's in prayer, I hope. Uh, well, sometimes, sometimes it's in writing. A lot of times it's taking notes of good things you've said and there that oh. I want to make sure we get in somewhere. All right, let's get let's get serious again. Yeah, it, the, the third, well... One, two, not the next to the last, the next to the next to the last stanza. <laughs> it is in our hands, the decision to be in his hand. And, and we've talked about that a lot, um, how you're always asking God to grasp your hand in his, not you grasp God's hand. Because you and I can let go where God won't, right? Is that kind of where you were at on that? Well, think? what I'm looking know. at too is that's I I know I hadn't looked at it that way, uh, and I, in retrospect, I I gone through a few struggles the last few weeks, uh, and uh, where I've asked God to take my hand so I can't let go, and I noticed that if I tug hard enough, it you know it's my choice in the end. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, uh, whether we believe or not, uh, that's in our hands, and I think that uh, we owe it to others to share our faith because uh, there may be those out there who are called to go to have are called to be with God who mm-hmm. just need to hear it, hear us talk about Him, talk about Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and have their hearts open to it so that they also are are there at the judgment day. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. It's uh you know and and I hope that there are those out there that are listening who if they are getting close to that time they they enjoy what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it does help them. I think it helps people. I, I helps you and I. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we talk, folks, I mean, Tim and I, every time Tim and I talk, I feel better about myself and about 
my new relationship with with God, and I think that it's a good thing. Well, and I, you know, I I find that too the same way. If, if we're with people and we're talking about God, and and He's the focus of our conversation, mm-hmm. the focus of our our being together for that time, right. uh, it is uplifting and encouraging, yeah. and it's something we all need, uh, which is a good reason for church. Yeah. Because uh, you were with other Christians celebrating the life of Jesus, and uh, also to be with in smaller groups that churches provide, whether it be a small Bible study or maybe a, a larger Bible study or something. But you know, those uh, to be with other Christians is, is good. Uh, I've heard of a few few people who have told me, you know, they. They don't go to church. They hear some things on the radio, some ministers mm-hmm. on the radio, and they read the Bible at home. But I have found uh, those times, well, look at COVID. Yeah. <laughs> when you couldn't get out and do those things and, and be with other people at church. That, at times, was a struggle. And uh, being with other Christians, knowing that, uh, just feeling there for Absorbing the faith that they have to share is encouraging and uplifting. Yeah, and and I also believe, like what you're saying too, is it's a shared experience that way. And it tends to bring the congregation closer because you're part of a congregation at that point. You're not just the individual. Yeah, and, and, uh, you know, Jesus and then the apostles after traveled, you know, many mm-hmm. places to, to share the gospel. The, the apostles, especially, you know, mm-hmm. many countries. And uh, but Jesus also said to uh, to believe, be baptized, and spread the gospel. He didn't tell us to take it quietly. He told us to. He told us to share the gospel. Anyway, folks, um, that was the first poem. <laughs> that was the first poem, yes. Uh-huh. We've gotten a little off track. Um, I had a, a quick question, though. Um, <laughs> we were talking about churches and going to churches and not being able to go to church during COVID. Do you get the same feeling from online church that you get from going to church in person? No, I... No, my mind is, my mind will wander. I mean, uh, occasionally online? online, yes. I mean, it yeah. just, it's, I mean, I can focus, but at church I find occasionally my mind will wander. I, right. But I've, I'm surrounded by people who are focused on the church service. And mm-hmm. it, when I look at it at home, I'm surrounded by things at home and, oh, this or that, and here's a pile of bills, uh, or right. something like that. I, <laughs> right. You know, or, uh, well, I, you know, uh, I'll have something on the podcast laying out there. And, but, no, I yeah. I mean, I'm glad I do it. I'm glad yeah. I do, uh, when I don't go it in person, that I have that ability, that option to, to watch it online. Right. 
Yeah, that's nice. For me, I'd rather do that than not go at all. Yeah. I'd rather not. And I also, I like it better at church because I'm more comfortable singing with a group of people than I am sitting here in front of the computer and singing the songs. Yeah. If and then sometimes you know, there are probably more times than not, I don't sing along. I sing in my my mind, but I just and plus, if you're at church and you make a mistake, people are out singing you, so yeah, they can't hear it. They can't. Yeah, hear it. Good. Yeah, that would be me. I, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh so, gosh. Uh, you know, in in person for me, it's uh, more rewarding. Yeah. Uh, it it does. I I'm better off. But again. If I have my option of not seeing any, not going to church mm-hmm. or watching it online, I'm going to watch it online. Yeah, I so. get that. Well, you ready to go on to the next one? Uh, yeah, let's go to the next one. This one is from God's Rhyme. Okay. And it was it's called, uh, We Were Born in Bethlehem. And I'm going to take a, I'm going to a little peek ahead here. And I don't have a reflection on it. Uh by the time I was putting things together for the book, I'm not sure that I could tell you why exactly I picked this title for this poem. I guess it's because we are one with Jesus when we when we find him, accept him as our Savior, we are one with him. Mm-hmm. We are the children of the father of Abraham, children dispersed to all the nations. We are the children of the father of We are the children of the father of Moses, who led his people from captivity. We are the children of the father spoken of in the books of the Old Testament. We are the children of our fathers and mothers and generations that came before. We are God's children, both Gentile and Jew, through his death and resurrection and the promise of God's covenant. We are God's children. We have been chosen, whether it is by his saving grace, or the promise to an ancient, ancient, ancient. <laughs> we are God's children. We have been chosen, whether it is by his saving grace or a promise to an ancient race. We are God's children, his face on this earth. As the ancient scriptures did foretell, covenants old and covenants new. We are God's children, and so we must live. Praising him with words ever so bold, singing songs and hymns both new and old. We are the children of the father of Abraham, children dispersed to all the nations. We are the children of the father of Moses, who led his people from captivity. We are the children of the father spoken of in the old in the books of the Old Testament. We are the children of our fathers and mothers and generations that came before. Excuse me. Uh, I was just reading uh, last night in Galatians how, uh, that um, we are one with Jesus, but uh, we become we become children of of uh, Abraham, children of well, children of David, children of Abraham and and Moses through Jesus. Once we've accepted him, we're a child of God, and once we're a child of God, we are also children of those who were chosen by God to, to lead his people. We're all one. Right, and, and didn't Abraham and 
Moses, they all came before Jesus, right? Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's all Old Testament, yeah. but. Right. You know, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The children of God in the Old Testament were the were the Jewish people, the Israelites. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Forgive me, Lord. People, I'm, I think I'm falling away from my microphone. I'll try to talk <laughs> louder here. <clears throat> oh, that was, uh, again, we're all, we, in the end, of, at the end, we'll all be one. Those who, who have accepted Christ, those who, who God in the Old Testament has, has brought forward to, uh, to be with him. Right. So, that's that. That's, that's, that's interesting. I, 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 interesting is just a word, but it's, it's interesting <laughs> to me. Folks, I'm, I, he, Tim has read so much of the Bible, or and how many times, I don't know, but I'm still reading, and I've, I've, I haven't read in the last couple of days, and now I'm feeling bad about that. <laughs> I've had other things that I've been doing. Uh, one is, is sleeping, <laughs> because they put me on some different hours at work now. Um, but I'll get back to it starting today. That's just, yeah, to become the children of Abraham and of Moses. It just uh, that sounds like uh, I'm going to let you go on with the okay. next thing. As otherwise, I'm going to ramble. Okay, ramble on. Okay, um, mm -hmm. this next one was written in the 1970s, and it was initially submitted in a manuscript for a book uh, titled "The Jesus Poems." And I don't recall there might have been 20, 25 poems in the book, and they're all in God's rhyme. And when I submitted God's Rhyme for publishing, I had that was titled uh, The Jesus Poems and Others. Oh. And I had chapters broken down that way, but the uh, publisher thought different. So, no, oh, I take it back. What it, was, what, it, what, it, what it was was God's Rhyme, and then I have chapters for Jesus Poems and Others for chapters. Oh, okay. That's how it worked. Because it was always for the, the for the the trilogy, it always was God's rhyme. Yeah, right? yeah, it was. Yeah, and uh, again, that's how it was submitted on my part. Uh, it's yeah, just okay. old age that uh, sometimes gets to me. It's already gotten to me today. <laughs> me too. Okay, uh, let's uh, let's not show our yeah. age. And this one is called Birthright, and it's from God's Rhyme, and it's on page sixteen. <clears throat> And this is from Luke 2.7. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Our birthright to heaven, born in a manger, no room in the inn among life's strangers. A newborn king lay in the stable straw while the Pharisees taught what they knew as law. No room in men's hearts for his teachings of love and the spirit he possessed like that of a dove, rejected by most in his short human life, as they only known he could rid them of strife. No room in the inn when our Savior was born, no room for him now in this world that's so torn. Was it prophecy then in a confusing time that hearts are still not open at the end of a line? Are our lives so full as he seeks a room? He's at the door. Please open it soon. 
think um, again it just our need for him our need for him and <clears throat> again God can live without us but we right. can't live without him and, and when Jesus came and lived among us as one of us and gave us that example of how to live our lives uh, we should pay attention to that take that into our daily lives and uh, try to be better people ourselves and I'm the first yeah, one to admit that I don't do it often enough yeah I, I, I'm same way you know that for a fact yeah. <laughs> so we mentioned things like that already yeah. um, that comes out of this wonderful book right here folks Anyways, um, I, I don't know what to say after that. that well, and I, as a, as a, it's a, go ahead. I was going to say, there's a lot to say, but it's... Well, I, I was just thinking, is, is, uh, this just came to mind. And our birthright, you know, our birthright, well, when we accept Christ as our Savior, we're reborn. The Bible tells us we are reborn. We are made anew. We are a new right. person, and Jesus gives us that. Once we, that's our birthright. Now our birthright leads us to heaven, because we've accepted what Jesus has done for us. He is our birthright. He gives us that. So, yeah. God apparently had a plan when He uh, led me to these poems. Yeah, no doubt. Because <laughs> I, I, I had no idea where to go, Dave. That's okay. I, t I know where to go. Okay. How about the next? How about the next poem? All right. <laughs> this one is from uh, God Still Rhymes, second book, and it is on page one hundred and one. It is called "Our Beginning of Forever." The Christmas story tells of God's glory. It is a story of a gift, a story of His grace, of His loving embrace. The words have been heard, our hearts stirred by a star and shepherds, the three kings in a child's birth, who we are through his words, voices that sing throughout the earth. The holiday season leading to a holiday, we are the reason for the ransom he did pay. The birth of our salvation in this baby Jesus, in the world of starvation, believing he feeds us. Do we deserve joy? birth of this baby boy? Yes, if we have believed and have not been deceived. Yes, through God's grace, we feel his embrace. The Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Just as he was with God before time, we can be with Jesus beyond the end. Through his birth, we can be born again. Through his death, we are forgiven. Through his resurrection, we are a new creation. Wherever you are in your race, accept the grace accept the gift of God's grace. May, the God, may God's blessings be with you on this Christmas season. May your new year be filled with God's rhymes. And uh, my reflection on this, uh, for a couple years, Mary Lou and I had sent out, we made our own Christmas cards, and the poems were on the Christmas cards, along with a, uh, a picture on the front that we had gotten from... Uh, off the internet uh, for free uh, no mm -hmm. need for a 
copyright or anything, but, uh, <laughs> and this, this is, um, this is the one we sent out in 2015. So, uh, just, it's, uh, that was a poem in the, in the, uh, in the card itself, right? Yes, in the card itself, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's, uh, it brings us up to, up to Jesus, uh, what he's done for us. Uh, and again, I, I mentioned we're, we're reborn. Uh, but, yeah, he's the reason for the season. Uh, he's the reason for our everyday life. He can be the reason for our everyday life being better than it is. True. Sorry, I was right. Yeah. No, he, he, you know, with him, life can be better. I, I can attest to that. And I mentioned before how, I mean, there's times when I, when I go away, when I walk away, or when I think, okay, I'm just going to take off and do something, and I end up miserable, and I end up the next day asking for forgiveness and uh, trying to, uh, you know, one thing I've come to the realization that happens when I ask for forgiveness, I also have to learn to forgive myself. I can't dwell on it. It's not easy, is it? No, it, it's not, but when God's word says that he is confess your sins and he is faithful to forget to remember no more if God can forgive us and forget our sins we should be able to instead of I've too often found myself dwelling on something I've done that I wish I hadn't done I mean I and I know that whatever I there are those times when I have walked away when it affects my relationship with other people. I'm not the right. same person. I'm who I used to be. Right. But uh, Noah and I and I'm I still struggle with that, and it's one of those things I have to pray about and overcome is forgiving myself. Also, because that's, don't let it become the focal hard. point of of. Uh, my life and think oh man what have i done what have i done and i just it takes away from the joy that that we have in god's forgiveness i agree so uh i find it very difficult to forgive myself or forget about some of the 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 trans i don't want to call them transgressions but some of the things you do in life and you go it's there's a, if he can forgive, why can't you forgive yourself? And there's a whole podcast on that, but somebody else is going to have to do it. I agree with that. I'm, it, I, I'm, I'm not going there. Not, I think, no, but I don't think we uh, should go there. It's, uh, and and I, I know I've written a poem or so where I mentioned in there that we have to learn to forgive ourselves, right, and move on. Yes, because that that'll hold us back, and there's so much more no, God no. has for us. And so much more that, that through Jesus that there is for us to have in our life than to hold on to not forgiving ourselves. Yeah. We are forgiven. You mentioned uh, the things you did. Sometimes it's hard for me to not forgive myself for the things I didn't do. 
which is just as difficult yeah, in but my mind. Do you ever find that it holds you back from doing something again? Or does it? Does it I don't know. Back? It holds me back, but it makes me every time. It's like you've always got that second guessing the part mm-hmm. of your brain up here that's going, are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure? You didn't do it before. You sure you want to do it this time? <laughs> <laughs> you know? You know that you know the little devil here and the little devil oh, here. You got to knock. You got to. You know what? You got to knock those off. Yeah, who you was that guy who had shoulder. the battery? Used to put the battery on his shoulder. Who did? Uh, who was that? I don't recall. There was a on a TV commercial. No, now we're really really going back. Mm. But anyways, yeah, no. There's, I just remember all I remember was the little devils. Little devil. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Little I'll, devils sitting on your shoulder. I can remember. Yeah, and I I don't remember what it was either. But yeah, I just wanted. Yeah. But yeah, let's forget about. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 sometimes just the things not done that that hurt that harm me more than the yeah, things that did do. But yeah, and I, I think the reason that we're discussing it is just well, I know to help me. If I talk about it, then it makes me tells me, Tim, you need to you need you need to get this straight. <laughs> you yeah. got it's there for you're talking about it. Follow the words, you know, follow your advice that you're getting from God to forgive yourself yeah. and move on. So, uh, yeah, and I, it is, uh, that's a hard thing. And, and as you said, it's a hard thing sometimes to forget, but yeah, I think when we, but it's always, why do we find it easier to forgive others before we forgive ourselves? Shouldn't it be the other way around? No, it should be equally. Okay. We should yeah, be yeah, able yeah. to forgive on an equally. equally someone who's committed a transgression against us or ourselves as we've asked for forgiveness from the other, you know, apologize to the person, confess our sin to God, and then we should forgive ourselves. We forgive ourselves and we forget. And we can move on yeah. and write another poem one day. Well, you can write another poem. I can produce another poem. There you go. There you go, Dave. We've each got our little ways of getting over this stuff. <laughs> so, hey, I know something that's not about <laughs> us having to forgive ourselves. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I am I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest. I've really run out of anything others else to ask you today because we had that conversation beforehand. And I think it's going to come up in the next couple of weeks, what we were talking about. Yeah, in my in my estimation of where the direction we were talking, and we were talking, folks, about Jesus and why Jesus was here, and Tim is very very knowledgeable about this, and I'm just very very curious about this. Well, here I tell you what. Uh, here's one we were talking about church, mm-hmm. and uh, this is from God Still Rhymes, <laughs> called Communion of the Church. It's on page 60. Okay. I saw him lurch. Was he late because he ate? Maybe we'll see what will be when set free, free from this world, free from <clears> ourselves. <throat> so off we go to celebrate, never late. He is alive, so we do strive. As members of his body, we must be fed. So we are led to communion with God's community. I think that was like, you know, maybe I grabbed the last bite of my donut and rushed out of the house to get to church. (laughs) (laughs) No, you didn't do that, did you? Uh, Maybe. Uh, Could be. Could be, yeah. 
yeah. it's amazing where things come from for uh-huh. you, isn't it? <laughs> so, uh, no, it, it's got to be. I mean, just all of a sudden, one little thing will, will create a poem, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, that's pretty cool. And sometimes it will. <laughs> yeah. Although I'm finding lately that most of the notes are on little sticky notes. They're not <laughs> a larger piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I'm well, okay. What would we do without, without sticky paper? Yeah, sticky there notes. you go. I know I, I try to use them less and use a, a notepad more, but notice all the sticky. <laughs> There's all these. <laughs> yeah, in the front, it's just all. Oh, Dave. Yeah. Oh, Dave, yeah, I know. It's uh, Anyway, and, and, and for people who used to make paper, you and I, I made it. You told me how much <laughs> and what color. Yeah, I could, yeah. Uh, Dave was working a paper mill. And I worked there for nine months in the as a production planner. Yeah, which is just a matter of pushing paper. I didn't plan anything. I just got the paper you, where it needed to go. You, you pushed it. I I cut it. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah. The yeah. things we've done in our lives. Uh huh. Yeah, you've I've I've had a lot of jobs, folks, but the paper mill was uh was one of the first ones that was a real job. So. Yeah. Anyway. It was an interesting time in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, your wife worked there too with me. Yes, she did. She worked there for many. She was not on the floor with me. She was. <laughs> in office. She worked many, many years there. Yes. Yeah. I, I can she... I can tell you when we got married, she worked there. Yeah, I think she got me my job. And there. I was the happiest husband to be in the world because she made more money than I did at my job. <laughs> she was making. Yeah. She made twenty-five cents an hour more than I did. I made $2.25 an hour. I was so happy to have a rich wife. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wow. Yeah. No, that's true, though. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I first started there, the the money they were paying, I'm thinking, Jesus, I am rich. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're rich. No kidding. Because it was a union job and they were paying decent wages. I mean, it was. Yeah. At that time, seven or eight dollars is big money. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't make that till I don't know, had five kids maybe. Yeah, but that's just as a but the work I had to do. Yeah. To make that money was it cost me a marriage? It cost me a bunch of things. Oh well, okay. sanity too. You're, you're, uh, but anyway, we're getting through this. I'm looking for one thing here uh, before okay, we fine. finish, and forgive me if you're watching the video as I'm flipping through. You probably can't see the book. Oh, uh, but Dave mentioned someone. I think I mentioned her too, my wife. Mm-hmm. And I just want to, uh, you know, other people in our lives are important. And uh, this is something I wrote for my wife called Poems About You. I no longer have to write poems about you. You are my poetry. No more searching for rhymes and worrying about the lines. In you I find my words are to be spoken. The pen, sh- the pen shan't be broken over any parchment, nor will the mind hinder the heart, as I have found I no longer have to write poems about you. You are all the poetry that has been pent up inside of me. You are my rhyme with time. I pray wow. that we all at some point in our lives have someone that does that for us. Yes, definitely. And and I, no, go ahead. I was just going to say Jesus is all Jesus is that Jesus is the big rhyme. 
he's he the ultimate. So, yeah, yep. I think he. I think he put Mary Lou in your life for a, a specific reason. And oh, I know there's a reason. Kind of great. All the time she's straightening me. I'm straightening me out in my life. There was a time back when um, our kids were uh, in grade school. Okay. And though I I don't go anymore, uh, our kids were in Catholic school. Mm-hmm. And I was, um, they were looking for a new president of the PTA. Me, Mr. Introvert, that I was. <laughs> so I had coached uh, girls basketball, fourth and fifth grade girls, a year or so. Um, they thought... I was asked by a person to if I would take on that job. Mm-hmm. And that person was smart enough or was led to also let my wife know the same thing. So, and it was the, the, the person who was leaving the office of president. So I came up with a, this thing where I said, well, when so-and-so and Mary Lou and God put their heads together. There's no fighting it. <laughs> Mary Lou has taken that fight with her all along. <laughs> Keeps me on the straight and narrow. Oh, but she's that, been a blessing. So, Yeah, I know well, she has for you. One of those, one of those gifts. Yeah. yeah, she's definitely been a gift for you. Well, Tim, uh, I tell you what, where... Can we, or our fans who haven't purchased your books, where can they get your books if they want to purchase? Well, you know, I was I was thinking. Hopefully, they'll find one under the Christmas tree. Ooh, that someone yeah. has bought them. Now that someone who has to buy it. <laughs> go to go to Amazon. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just. I got, I should, this thing's memorized. It's, it's just like we should have a recording where I don't have to say this. Just push the button and it, it goes and I'll just move my mouth. So, go to Amazon. Yeah. Go to Amazon. Click it in the name of one of the books. Uh, God's Rhyme. God Still Rhymes. Living in God's Rhyme. Put Tim Carter after it. It'll come up quicker. You'll find it there. Have it shipped. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or go to go to Barnes and Noble online, and mm-hmm. you do the same thing. Click on one, search one of the books, my name after it, it'll come up. Get that. Or go into Barnes and Noble, your local Barnes and Noble, and ask for the book. Uh, I'm unfortunately they don't uh, they don't have it in they don't stock it because uh, I haven't convinced enough of you to buy it yet. Once they start, once you go in the, into the uh, into the uh, store, and you know enough when you know ten thousand of you go into the store and ask for it, where they all put it on the shelves. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, uh, do that or go to, go to Letterpress. My publisher go to Letterpress, yeah. uh, Letterpress dot com, and uh, check out their book section. You'll see them there along with another a bunch of other good Christian books. Yep. And do that. So they're there. Folks, you can, uh, you can, all these links will be in the show notes as well as on our website, livingingodsrhyme.com and everywhere on Facebook, wherever you want them. 
Uh, so I've already plugged the, <laughs> the website there. <laughs> Folks, I, I ask you to tell your friends about this podcast because I think it's a wonderful thing. And the poems that Tim has created and continues to create are, are an amazement and they're something that needs to be heard by all. And tell your friends so we can get them heard by all. Uh, also, leave us a rating on, on your podcast app. That helps us know how you think, what you think, too. Five stars is always great. <laughs> yeah, we'll take four and three quarters. Yeah. Basically, it'll round up to five. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So in, in the long run, it all works out for the best. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, well, you know, this has Jim, been want... uh, not quite what I expected it today. It's yeah. been good. I've enjoyed it, the, the, yeah. the podcast. Uh and I, I liked the sequence of the poetry, but uh, again, I was I when I started reviewing the show notes, I wasn't sure what to expect. And uh, people, God is good. You let Him lead you, and and He will lead you. Because yeah, God led us today. Yes, because He led He led you in in in, in picking those poems. So yeah. You, Sorry, my phone, I got it. I should just shut it off. Nah, that's okay. Tell you what, why don't you take us out with a prayer and, uh, and we'll let these find All right. back to their life. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that Dave and I have had to uh, talk about our, our lives, our faith, read some poetry. And uh, we pray, Lord, that uh, the people who are listening, who have listened, uh, receive something of benefit from this, Lord. We pray for those, Lord, who are maybe just opening their eyes to you, to Jesus, uh, and looking for something. We pray, Lord, that maybe there's something today that uh, help them uh, bring them to faith, plant the seed, or if the seed's been planted, maybe we watered it. I pray, Lord, that uh, we're able to do uh, to do what you ask us to do. I pray, Lord, for those who are listening, who are, are going through struggles in their lives. Maybe it's an illness. Uh, another issue in their lives that they're dealing with, Father. And maybe it's uh, not them themselves, but a family member or a friend. We pray, Father, that you would take care of those situations and heal them and correct them. And we uh, thank you, Lord, for this time. And, Lord, we give you all the praise that uh, you deserve from this podcast. It's not us, it's you, Lord, working through us that uh, we acknowledge. And uh, we praise you for that. And give you all the uh, the credit for everything that that good that comes out of this, Father. We pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, Amen. 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 And folks, if you give him the times, as you live, his word rhymes. Don't forget, Dave. If you give him the times, as you live. Oh no! I just did what you did. <laughs> because you know what? We talked about changing places here. Oh, we did. Yes. yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't forget, I, Dave. If yes, <laughs> okay. This, uh, this is part. Of, this is uh, yeah. Okay, we better go now. Uh, <laughs> Don't forget, we we are the king's kids, and you'll never get rid of us, for we are his with Jesus. Enjoy your week, everybody, and I pray you have a good laugh sometime during your week. God bless. Bye, bye, folks. <laughs>